Good morning, and welcome to According to the Scriptures. My name is Kyle Webb, and I serve as the minister for the Mars Hill Church of Christ that meets in Christiana, Tennessee. I'm thankful that you have joined our program for today. I'm thankful that you have committed your time to listening and to studying with us, and, and I do appreciate the support that you give to not only this program, but also to uh, the station to the Gospel Radio Network and and uh, all the work that they do. Uh, I'm thankful for, for their opportunities as well. Today, uh, I come to you and and uh, today is a little bit different for me, I guess, and just because of what's going on around us. If you've been watching the news, at least for the, the Middle Tennessee area, uh, we have been hit pretty hard. Uh, with tornadoes and uh, especially Nashville that was probably the hardest hit and and some of the surrounding cities to it I have several friends that uh, just looking at Facebook that were very close to the destruction and we've had at least 19 deaths up up till now and they may discover more later but uh, a lot of destruction a lot of death, um, just uh, a lot going on in, in this area. Uh, I know for us immediately, my wife works in Nashville. She works at the Tennessee School for the Blind, and so they are, are shut down today, uh, as well as, as uh, the other surrounding schools. Uh, no power in that area, and and uh, nearby school, uh, I believe it was Don, Donaldson Christian Academy, uh, was completely destroyed. So a uh, lot lot of uh, things going on, and certainly our prayers are with all of those who are involved in one way or another, and we're going to remember them in our prayer today. Um, let, let's do that. Let's bow in a, a word of prayer, if you will. Our holy and righteous Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the many blessings that you've given to us, and we thank you for this day. We thank you for our time together. We thank you for the ability that we have to study your word together, and we're thankful for this opportunity. We pray, Father, that you would continue to be with uh, those of us in, in the Tennessee area, those that have been affected by the storms, uh, those families who are suffering loss of loved ones especially. We pray that you would provide them with comfort in their time of need, and and we know that they're are many who have offered themselves and their services to try to rebuild and, and restore uh, those uh, affected to to their their normal place. And we know that'll take a lot of time, a lot of effort, and we're thankful for all of those who who have willingly um, put themselves out there. and And we pray that you keep them safe as as well. We pray for all those who are sick or suffering, and today we we are certainly more mindful than, than normal, maybe, uh, but we we recognize those who continually suffer, and, and we pray that you would meet whatever needs they may have, that you would be with them, because we know that you do know their needs, and we know that you will supply uh, in, in a better way than we can even ask. We are, are thankful, uh, again, for this opportunity that we've been given to be able able to study your word together. We pray that you would bless us 
in our studies today that you would continue to guard God and protect us and keep us in your care throughout whatever may come. We pray that we would be in in your care no matter what. And we do thank you for your son. We're thankful for his sacrifice and for all that he means to us. And it is through Jesus that we humbly pray to you. Amen. As we get into our lesson for today, we are beginning a a new chapter, a new reason in our study. We have been studying a book, Why I Am a Member of the Church of Christ. And today we're on reason number 11, one of the reasons that I'm a member of the Church of Christ and and not a denomination, not any other type of church, is that it is undenominational. And we'll look at the meaning of the word undenominational and and especially how it it is in reference to uh, other names and, and things of that nature. But I do want you to understand that one way that the Church of Christ is different, probably the most important way that the Church of Christ is different than other churches, is that it is not a denomination. We do not consider ourselves to be a denomination. And and really, by definition, if you look at at what scriptures teach, that, that we follow along with scriptures, we do not seek to be divided. Um, we we do not recognize that though uh, do we do not recognize other churches that are divided from us in their beliefs and in their teachings because not just because they go against what we teach, but because they go against the teachings of the Bible. And that's the most important thing as we're studying about the church is that we understand. That the church that we are a part of is not something of the world. It's not something that is created by the world. And that's exactly what we find in denominations. Is that they teach and they practice according to things that man has decided or man has created. And if they're not doing things in the way that the Bible specifies, they're not doing things in the way that God wants them to do. It cannot be a church belonging to Christ. And even with us within the church of Christ, it may be that that maybe you're new to the church of Christ. Uh, You know, we need to get out of the church building and look at the church sign. Well, what does it say? on the outside of the building it says church of christ meaning that it is the church belonging to christ we do not belong to the world we do not belong to man we do not teach according to uh, the teachings of man but we look to do things in the way that the bible specifies in god's word and that is the only thing that we are to follow And so whenever we look at the church, one of the reasons that I'm a member of the Church of Christ and not some other body, not some other church, is that it is undenominational. It is undenominational. Uh, Again, just going back to our basic reference here, the Church of Christ is not 
a denomination. It is not like the churches of the world. It is different. There are different terms that we as members of the church use to describe what we are a part of. Uh, denomination is not one of those terms. Undenominational is acceptable, and there are a couple of others, but, but we are not a denomination, and we are not to seek to be like denominations. Uh, even the terminology that sometimes we use in regard to the church is based upon things that have been established within the world in denominations, but we are not a denomination. We are not one of those different divisions. Uh, as far as the church is concerned. Now, you might ask the question, how can we be, or how can we not be a denomination? Uh, how can we be, uh, how, how, just how do we look at, at ourselves in regard to the world? How can we be a denomination when we are a part of the church that, it, that was established? not as a small part of a greater number of churches that God intended to create, but a single church that we can read about in the Bible. That's not a denomination. If we are going to be the church that is established by Christ, the church that he promised to establish, then we cannot be a denomination. If we're doing things according to the Bible, if we are the the same as the the way that the church was established, then how could we be a denomination? We cannot. And and that's just a simple fact of the matter. When we look at the church of the Bible, if we want to be a part of that church, it wasn't a denomination. Denominations did not exist in the first century. And so we, as members of the Church of Christ, are not part of denominationalism. The church is also not non-denominational. Now, whenever we look at the term non-denominational, it is something that, that is at times used to describe the churches of Christ. But as we look at the terminology, and as we look at what it means to the world, it also does not describe who we are as the church of Christ. The idea behind non-denominational is that those who are non-denominational accept anyone and everyone, despite whatever denomination they may be affiliated with or have come from. That's not us either. Not that we wouldn't allow them to worship with us if they were to, to desire to do so. But we do not accept their beliefs and their teachings. We do not practice according to those things. And, and, and really, if they're practicing things according to the ways of the world, according to what man has decided or what man has, has endeavored to do on his own, aside from what God has taught, then we cannot be in fellowship with them as brothers and sisters in Christ, because that's not the church of the Bible. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to, to be mean-spirited. 
uh, not hateful in any way, but we do not have fellowship with denominations because they teach things that are contrary to the will of God. And we cannot support them in that. We cannot support what they do. We cannot support what they teach. And so we, we do not have fellowship with them in that way because what they're teaching and practicing is contrary to what God's word says. Again, while we welcome anyone that is not a member of the Church of Christ among us, one cannot be a member of the Church of Christ, the church belonging to Christ, not Church of Christ denomination, but we cannot be a part of the church that was established by Christ unless we have obeyed the gospel, being added to the church by the Lord. According to Acts 2, and verse 47, he is the one that adds us to his church. Is he going to add us to his church aside from our obedience? That's a question that's going to come up later on in our studies, much later on. It's, it's where we are on Wednesday nights. We still got a few chapters. Uh, but is he going to add individuals to his church aside from the obedience that he requires? The obedience that was taught by Peter and others throughout the New Testament. Is he going to add someone to his church if they are not practicing, if they are not teaching, if they do not believe the things of the Bible? I'm not going to try to stand in, in God's place as far as judgment is concerned. But I do believe what the scriptures teach. And I do believe that the scriptures teach that he is not going to add them aside from obedience and aside from faithfulness in regard to his word. He has given us his will for a very good reason. And it is very important that we follow only the teachings of the Bible, not what man has decided, not what man has created but we want to be the church that is established by Christ. And to do that, we have to, uh, we have to recognize the authority of his word. It is not up to us to accept them, but God, he is the judge. And it really doesn't matter what I say in regard to uh, how one is going to be judged. It matters how God judges them. But God has told us very clearly what he is going to judge based upon. God has specified how one becomes a member of his church. And unless one is obedient, he or she cannot become a member of his church. We must be fully obedient. We must be obedient for the right reason and in the right way. Those things are very, very important. We are referred to, as we look at the the churches of Christ, we are referred to instead as undenominational. That's a better term than non-denominational. And I'll, I'll explain why. And this is, is the way that, that Brother Brownlow explains it. But when we look again at the churches of Christ, we are not a denomination. We, we don't seek to be divided from the followers of Christ as they are in the Bible. 
So we are not a denomination. But we are also not accepting of the practices and teachings of non-denominational churches. Uh, so now, as we look at this comparison between undenominational and non-denominational, you have the non-denominational churches. It's a, a very widespread movement, and it's what a lot of people have gone to. They're looking for a non-denominational church, basically one that accepts their background. If they've been raised Baptist, then they accept the Baptist religion. If they've been raised Methodist, then they accept the Methodist religion. And that's mostly what you find in denominationalism is that you have many, 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 most churches throughout the world, and maybe I use that term a little lightly, but churches throughout the world, when you look at most churches, most of them will recognize others' beliefs. They may not agree with those beliefs, but we're all going to the same place is the basic idea. That's not what the Bible teaches. And friend, I want you to, as you study with us today and as we go into the next few weeks, I want you to study this with an open mind and an open heart to what God is saying. And again, I'm not trying to be hateful. I'm not trying to be mean-spirited in any way. I'm speaking these things out of love because I want you to understand the truth. The church of Christ, the church that is established in the Bible, uh, again, it was established in a time where there were no denominations. And I believe that God did not intend for us to have so many denominations. You can go down the road. All, all you have to do is is go for a few miles, at least the way it is in the South. And and sometimes you can even stop at a certain point and you can look in, in either direction and you may see two or three different church buildings, very close proximity to each other, and yet they worship differently. And so they have different assemblies. The people do not come together, but they are divided. They are divided and belief and practice. And this non-denominational movement, it basically accepts anything and everything that is taught. It doesn't matter where you come from. You come into a non-denominational church and we accept you. You're a Christian no matter what you've done to obey the gospel, no matter what you believe. It doesn't matter. We, we just overlook those differences. But friend, the church was not established to overlook differences of opinion in regard to what the Bible teaches. And any church, any body, any assembly that has different beliefs is divided amongst itself. And it really will not stand. That's a principle that, that is applied in Scripture. And it's a principle that can apply to denominations. And even now, we see one major large denomination that is divided amongst, uh, amongst themselves. They're, they're divided against themselves. And, and this denomination is not going to stand as it is. They ha have already made the decision to, to separate. That's not what God intended for his church. 
Whenever we look at the Bible, the Bible speaks of unity. It wants us to be unified, but the only way that we can really, truly be unified is in the teachings of the Scripture. When we are unified in what we believe in regard to doctrine, in regard to what we're going to teach about how you must be saved, in regard to how we practice, how often we partake of the Lord's Supper, excuse me, how we sing, how we um, go throughout the worship service. We need to be united in what God has taught in his word. And denominations simply are not united in what they believe. And especially a non-denominational church in the sense that, that the world looks at it, it's, it's again divided against itself in that there are so many different beliefs within that, that body. So we just won't practice the Lord's Supper because we have different ones that have different views of it. Or, or maybe we won't practice baptism for the remission of sins. Or, or maybe we'll, we'll offer it in any way that, that they, they desire because we want you to, to feel accepted. It's not my place to accept. And so, uh, again, not to be mean, but but we are undenominational in that we are not a denomination. But we are also not accepting of the practices and teachings of non-denominational and denominational churches alike. We are, are referred to as undenominational. I think that maybe that is a better word in that sense, but also pre-denominational in that the church that was established by Christ existed before denominations ever came along. If you ever go back in time, if, if you were able to do so, if you were to go back to the first century and you start talking to members of the Jerusalem church in its infancy following the day of Pentecost, if you were to talk to them and you were to ask them, where's the Baptist church? Or where's the, the Methodist or the Presbyterian church? Where's the Episcopal church? Where's the, the community church? If you were to ask them that question, they would look at you with a puzzled look because denominations didn't exist. They wouldn't know what you're talking about because denominations had not come along. We want to be a part of that church, and we do things the way that the first century church did. We follow their example, and we follow the, the authority of the scriptures because we, we that's the church we want to be a part of, not something that, that man has come up with and said, well, I believe this, so let's, let's create another church that will, will teach and allow those types of things. I believe it's the Episcopal Church. Uh, one of the things that I remember very, very much about that is that in its establishment, it was a division from the Catholic Church, and they really did everything, for the most part, the, the same way the Catholic Church did, but the only reason was because the Catholic Church didn't believe in divorce, and so King Henry the Eighth, I believe it is, uh, he decided, well, I'll, I'll create my own religion, and that way... I can be divorced from my wife and I can remarry. 
that's a very bad reason to establish another church. But that's exactly what's happened with every denomination. They've taken different things, and we don't believe this, so let's create a, a religion that does believe and practice these things so that we can do what we want to do. That's a warning from Scripture. Paul warned Timothy in 2 Timothy that there were going to be those that follow false teachings because they have itching ears. But the Church of Christ is pre-denominational in that it was established and existing before denominations. The first known denomination is the Catholic Church, who began by creating their own spin on the Church of the Bible establishing their own form of leadership, which was, was one of the major factors in the establishment of the Catholic Church. They, they started having uh, individuals that they would promote and have them lead in a way that, that God's authority did not provide. The Catholic Church and other denominations are, are not the original, but have all been created and established by men. I cannot say that that most denominations do not have some element of truth in what they preach. They do. Uh, very, as a matter of fact, very few, I, I would say, uh, are are divided in 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 a majority of things that they believe. But most of us could could agree. You know, the more I talk to those within denominations, the more I find that we agree on a lot of things. But there are some very key things that we do not agree in. And so though denominations may teach and practice some truth or even mostly truth, they do not adhere completely to the doctrine of the Bible. They cannot be the church of the Bible. And we cannot fellowship them as the church of the Bible because they are not the church of the Bible. There is but one church, and that's the church that we are to be a part of. This is only the introduction to our lesson, and yet we're out of time, and we'll move on from there, and we'll pick up with our, our first point, Lord willing, next week, next Tuesday at 11 a.m., and I encourage you, I invite you to, to join in that study once again. I, I want to, again, thank you for listening today, and if you need to contact us, please feel free to do so. Um, you can go to our website marshillcoc.org. We have all of our our contact information there. You can send us a letter, 1135 Rucker Road, Christiana, Tennessee, 37037. Uh, you can also call us, 615, uh, I forgot the prefix, uh, 203-3637. And, um, and you can also go to that website. But all of our information is there. We want to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask, and especially in regard to today's lesson. Um, but again, as we embark on uh, on this study, I, I pray that you do so with an open mind, an open heart, and an open Bible. I hope to be with you again next week. And until we meet again, may God bless you. <music>